All right, Dave, I got a question for you. Are you ready? Let's hear it. All right. Is the honeymoon over for Josh Allen? No, definitely not. Oh, come on. Good. He looked pretty bad, definitely though, the not. other day, didn't he? He did, but... I mean, he looked, still re- he looked real bad, actually. I'm not even kidding. He looked, he looked terrible. Just saying. Yeah, I... I, I uh... <laughs> I think people are going to still ride with him for or, everything. So. Or does Robert Sala just have his number? It's possible. Um, I mean, there's a good chance. Sala's a good defensive coach. He is a great defensive coach. He cannot figure out Bill Belichick. Actually, he did hold the Patriots to three points on offense the last game. It was just a punt return that won them that game. Um, and the one before, I think they only had like... 17 or 10 Yeah, he's, or he's a good defensive coach, and he has some real good defensive players in case people haven't been watching. Um, so that's fine. Yeah, I mean, that's that's I think that might be reasonable. But also, Josh Allen does have a, a real propensity to make very bad decisions <laughs> on the, uh, under, under duress, um, not taking easy first downs, uh, just kind of taking needless hits. Um, you know, it's only one week. You don't want to overreact. Don't want to overreact to just one week. I get it. But, Brandon, is Josh Allen done? <laughs> Cooked. I mean, I'm definitely not going to say done or, <laughs> like, the honeymoon or whatever is over. But I've, I've been someone who's been saying for a while that I think he's he plays, like, really stupid football. Um, just an uh, excellent player, super talented, super tough player who makes, just, like, the, the dumbest decisions time and time again. I don't think it's anything that's ever going to change, honestly. Um, even like there was a play where he was rushing the ball. It was like third and 25 or something like that. And he was like a good 10 yards from the first down. And he tries jumping over one of the guys trying to tackle him and he gets like sandwiched in between them. Um, and he was even talking this off season about like stopping doing stuff like that. Cause he was like, I know that that's like limited and that's going to run out. Uh, and he also got lucky because he had a fumble in the first quarter that got overturned because the refs called it forward progress. So he could have had five turnovers in that game. Well, remember, and he also had the one where I, I definitely think he was across the line of scrimmage on the touchdown pass. Well, his, they said, uh, the way they described it, they're like, his entire body has to be passed. And his, like, back foot was, like, right before it was about to move. So I think that was fair. But he's also, since the start of last season, so I think this includes the playoffs as well. It's been 19 games. He's had 37 turnovers. Ooh. He's had 20. 20- Looks like I froze, because Dave and Brandon are both frozen. So it's probably on me. We'll be back in the NFL. That's what I'm warming up my arm. Those two. <laughs> I, uh, exactly. I, they, Brandon, they you might have to repeat um, what you just said, because I froze, so you guys both froze. <laughs> okay, what, where did it go back from? Uh, no, you said, the last thing you said was 37 turnovers. Okay. What, what Jake is saying is, what you said was garbage, yeah, I, <laughs> and I, we got to do I, it over again. I, I dumped it live. <laughs> <laughs> Don't. <laughs> Give anyway. me my cue. Tell me when. No, no, no. I we're we're still recording, so you can just t- keep going. I never stopped. <laughs> we still oh. recording the whole time. I never stopped, okay. dude. I never stop. <laughs> okay then. Uh, so <laughs> thirty-seven turnovers. Yeah, yeah. Twenty interceptions and seventeen fumbles since the start of last season. So he's got he gets like two turnovers a game in the past year plus, and he's considered to be the second best quarterback in the NFL and. That just doesn't compute to me. And I'll also throw out another hot take here. Um, the Bills, I expect them to have a very similar season to last year, probably like 
12 or so wins. I fully expect them to get outmatched in the playoffs again. I think they're going to blow it up. I think Allen is safe, obviously. They're going to stick with him. But I think McDermott's gone after this year. A lot of his coaching staff's gone. I think Diggs is gone. Mm. Um, I mean, we, we got the, the hot mic of the Bills reporter, apparently, saying that he tells everyone to fuck off or whatever. I, I couldn't tell if she was saying that for Joker, if she was saying it seriously. So who knows? But um, I just think that's a very contentious relationship just waiting to blow up. And they can say it's fixed and there's no beef and as much as they want. But we saw that blow up at the end of last season. And we also saw all of the weird, like, goings on that happened at the start of the season, which was super strange. Obviously, he ended up being there the next day. So a lot of that got put to rest. But that was still hella weird. Like, you can't convince me otherwise. Like, what was going on there? Um, there was clearly some form of, uh, you know, issue based on the fact that he showed up left they said he left he said he was told to leave there's still a lot of murkiness there and it seems like the issues that they had didn't get resolved if their issues were based on the way the offense is formulated i don't think we saw any changes in this one game and again just one game when it gets a really good defense against a team that seems to have the bills number but um i don't know i think there's starting to be some cracks in the foundation possibly dave you enjoying yourself over there oh i am you know it Dave's just curling his tongue the whole time. It's all I can focus on. <laughs> what the hell is he doing? Jake, Jake, I got you. Don't worry. Oh, is that, that better? No, no. I, I can't just. I can't just be looking at a blank screen the whole time. I need some face. I can't just be looking at my own. Oh, this is depressing. Now. All right, Thank I got God. you. I got him back. I'm back. Thank God. Um. So today, boys, uh, as that people. Such a great. Um audio component of course uh, as people may have noticed wait, wait, wait can we circle back did the people on the podcast see what we just saw <laughs> <sighs> thankfully no this is audio only these days we used to live stream it during the pandemic and then we realized much like listeners we don't have any viewers so we uh you know just kind of got away from it um Anyway, people may have noticed, uh, or not, <clears throat> that the U.S. did not medal, I believe did not medal, at the FIBA World Cup. They lost the third, the bronze medal game, right? See, I don't even remember. Yeah, they lost, they lost, they lost the bronze medal at Canada. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. See, I don't even notice these things. That's when Dylan Brooks lost them. That, that's right. Dylan Brooks, 7 of 8 from 3. That's right. Yes. Um, <clears throat> so, we decided to band together and save the U.S. for Paris next year. We are going to build our own individual rosters through a draft each of us have seven picks the draft order has been determined dave will pick first i will pick second and brandon you will get the third pick with the snake back around so you'll pick twice then me then dave twice so on and so forth and uh pretty much anybody who is a born in the u.s player is fair game i think we're going to agree that sabonis and Embiid are off the table that's fine with me yeah all right because they haven't committed one way or another. I think that I think that Embiid has a very real chance of joining Team USA. I I agree that he could, but until they do, I think we should take them off the table. Okay. Because he could he could commit to France or another country too. I think I think he is um, tri citizen. Oh, we're like, doing like potential greatest USA team, right? Yeah. I mean, that's the that he's a part. All right, of that. all right. I I can see that then. All right, fine. We'll uh, we'll leave them both on the table then. All right, fine. Both of them on the Wait, table. I mean, you guys outruled me, so we can. I don't. I don't. I don't no, mind. No, if we're if the, if they are U.S. guys, then they are U.S. guys. They're on the table. All right. 
With that being said, uh, Dave, you have the first overall pick. You get to choose who you're building your team around. Who is it? And just for clarification, this is just for this one year, right? This for this one like, year, yep. Not going forward, not for 2028 too, just 2024 Paris Olympics, the team to beat. All right, well, if that's the case, I'm going to go with LeBron. I know people are going to probably say he's older and he's not as good, but every time the guy takes the floor for the Olympic team, they do really well. <clears throat> he's, you know he's gonna, if he shows up, he's going to bring a bunch of stars with him. And I feel like for anyone that watched even a tiny bit of the games, I only watched a little bit. It wasn't like I was, you know, mainlining them. But <laughs> I just feel like they really need some tougher wings to help rebound the ball because you already know that their big men are not going to be very good. It's just a weakness for the country. It's just you have Embiid and you have like two or three other big guys realistically that can compete. Other countries have a lot more. We're going to probably be losing the rebounding battle. So uh, I need LeBron because you know he's going to rebound and you know he's going to be unselfish and he's not going to take over the game unless it needs to be. And I think his ability to share the ball and make plays uh, makes him probably the best fit for the team going forward. Okay. I like that. I mean, he is, he is a pretty good player. I've heard the name. I'm unfamiliar with his game, really. <clears throat> but I think he has some highlight reels out there. He may have won a championship. Um, but more of a role player. I think he was on a couple of commercials, maybe. Right, more of a role player, really? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, so, with our recent qualifiers established, it's my pick now. And I think the three of us discussed at length, you know, that obviously the biggest issue for Team USA was that they had no height. And of course, no height because none of their... They went through, like, 30 no's before they got to this roster because, like Dave said off-air, nobody really plays in the World Cup, for FIBA at least. <clears throat> um, so they had, you know... I mean, Jaron Jackson Jr. was not pulling down rebounds. They just couldn't match up the height. So I'm going to eliminate that problem entirely, and this might be a hot take because he was the MVP this year, but I am going to take Embiid, because we're assuming full health for these guys, because I'm not going to play the if game. Um, so I'm going to start my team with Embiid. I mean, the guy was the MVP this year. He can pretty much do it all. He will definitely, you know, it's pretty tough to outmuscle him down low as a guy who has watched him play the Celtics very often. Um, yeah, I, I don't like playing against Joel Embiid. It's not a lot of fun. So I don't think other teams will enjoy it either. And if they can win the bid for his services, I think it's going to be an absolute nightmare for the teams playing against them. So as much as it pains me to take Joel Embiid with my first pick, uh, I feel like I've done a justice to this country by beginning this squad with the MVP of the NBA. Brandon, you got back-to-back picks. I like them both. I have to say I'm kind of shocked you took Embiid. I'm, I am too. Yeah, I'm very well, shocked. you know what? Sometimes you have to make sacrifices for your country, and I want to see this country win. And I know we need big, we need bigs, and there's going to be a lot of there's a lot of wings on the board. Trust me, there's a lot of wing depth, so I don't have to worry about that. Big depth, guard depth, not as much. Wing depth, there's Tristan Costas available too. Who is that? <laughs> Who is yeah, that? Tristan Costas, he can play he can play small forward. Oh well, he's a he's a slow starter as we saw this season, so I'm not sure if we want that at the early part um, of the tournament. All right, so my first pick is pretty easy. I'm going with the single greatest shooter right. the NBA has Jalen Brunson. <laughs> Uh, give me Steph Curry. Okay. Just gonna. I, first of all, he's never played on an Olympic team. He's played for FIBA before. He's never played in the Olympics. He's never played so, in the Olympics. 
No. Wow. No, it never has. That's well, because wow. think about it. Like the the Warriors off season has been so long. Yeah, that's, fair. that's fair. Exactly. Sorry, bro. So, um, super looking forward to him actually being on Team USA. But <clears throat> I think it's pretty easy that he's gonna easy to say that he's gonna light it up um, with the opportunity to play um, in the Olympics, and he's gonna be on that world stage. Obviously, everyone knows who he is already, but just uh, saucing on some guy from Lithuania or Serbia or, you know, any of these other countries that the U.S. are going to be playing against. I can't wait for it. So Steph Curry, Kirk, a choice there. Next pick, a bit strategic because I'm deciding between two guys in particular. One is on the way up. One is on, uh, not on the decline, but a guy who's been hurt a lot and a guy who's going to be, I think, 34 next season. So I'm going to break Jake's heart here and I'm going to take my guy, Jason Tatum. Uh, <laughs> uh, I think it was tough between him and Durant. Um, the 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 choice for me, you know, Tatum versus Durant and their most recent battles. Tatum's definitely outlasted him, outmatched him. Um, Tatum's made it very deep in the playoffs as the best player on the team. He's about to make that next home and get a ring very soon. Um, but I think he's going to be the perfect uh, top scorer from this team. He's ready to take that next step. He was number two on this most recent olympic squad behind durant and i think it's about time tatum takes that full roll over and becomes the number one guy and i i can see it on jake's face i'm sorry i'm sorry <laughs> you know what i'm actually i have a bit of a headache i think we probably should just scrap this one and, and go again tomorrow hey, new, durant new, is a great we'll, great we'll just, consolation prize we'll do it like i feel like if their game gets rained out before the fifth inning we'll just like postpone it and we'll start from the beginning we'll do it you know, new, you know what it is though I don't think Brandon got his picking in time, so we can theoretically jump. That's, that's true. Brandon uh, has had thirty-five milliseconds to get his pick in, and unfortunately, he got it in in uh, fifty milliseconds. So uh, that that laps to us, unfortunately. Um, like I said, it's a good consolation prize. Uh, who says I'm? Who says I don't want Paul George? Who says I'm not taking Paul George? Uh, I mean, by all means, <laughs> go ahead. Uh, I will let you take Paul George now. That's yeah, what thanks, kind of guy. Dave. I am. Thanks very much. Thank you very much. Um, well, shit, that did kind of throw me off my axis a little bit. Um, yeah, I mean, it's um, Occam's razor, you know, the simplest, simplest deal here. Yeah, I'm just going to go Kevin Durant, why not? I mean, again, I'm assuming full health. So Durant and Embiid at full health, great, great start. Great guys to build around. Because um, even though Kevin Durant's getting up in years, you know, in the, in the NBA at least, um... I think I feel pretty good building my, you know, team. One of the greatest scores, if not the greatest score of all time. So, yeah. I mean, there really isn't much to say about Kevin Durant. Like, like what does Dave say about LeBron James? What does Brandon say about Steph Curry? <laughs> what do you say? We've watched them play their entire careers. They're elite. They're top 15 players of all time. Like, yeah. You no-brainer want one of them on your team. So, Dave, you have back-to-back picks. Um. Okay. I will... And just so you know, Zach Levine is still on the board. That is true. That is true. I'll just have to put him on that list at number 40 or 50. Michael Porter um, Jr. also on the board. This is tough because you're you're officially kind of in that next run, which is like there's probably 15 guys you can pick from. Yeah, it sucks, um, that, we got, it sucks that we got two of them and you only got one. <laughs> I know. That's what I mean. I think there's still a few top tier guys. I think there's still a few top tier guys. Hey, D- not a few, a couple, a couple. Dave, a couple. you need a, you need a big man. How about Carl Anthony Towns? He plays for the Dominican. What he still yeah. could play for the U.S. though. I mean, he was on no, the, the RSP uh, team this year. So. 
so yeah he already played for the dominican okay i think he's fully committed so, well, yeah but, i don't think i, I, I think, think he'd have to get a waiver dave could talk him into it <laughs> i mean if you um, maybe, technically you could pick him if you want to if we're doing it that way i don't i let's make a rule right now is he available because he is tech, he is obviously american as well but he is like actively committed to no no if you actively play for another team you can't yeah you can't i think that, I, mean, I agree i think that's fair cut him all right, um, Dave. No more stalling. <laughs> uh, all right, so I'll take Devin Booker. Good pick, good pick. Um, I just think he's the best guard left on the board. Best scorer. Aligns pretty well with LeBron. Better hope they're not and playing Slovenia. It's true. Um, but I, I just think you need some scoring punch. He's probably the best scorer left on the board that actually can kind of uh, distribute as well. I know there's some other guys that – are pretty good, but aren't, aren't really great distributors. Um, you did hear me say Zach Levine's still on the board, right? Oh, yeah. I put him down in, in, at Got 43. It. Got it. Okay. And you said we only have to pick seven, so and we oh, each oh, have right. seven. So he's 22 spots below that. He's Yeah, he's he's the he's on the B team. <laughs> no, he's on the C or D team. All right, go ahead. Um, so you got, you got Devin Booker. Uh, and then for the other spot... Because we're assuming full health here. We are. I'm going to take Kawhi Leonard. I was going to say, yeah. Great pick, great pick. Uh, because... If you guys didn't pick him, I was going to take him up on that. He was probably my next pick, so yeah. Yeah, because, I mean, if, he, if he's fully healthy, he's he's if you could get him to commit and he was fully healthy and you knew it, he probably would have been the top pick in the whole draft. Uh, it's just he's so damn good at everything. And you saw it when he was healthy this year, so... There's really nothing more to say. He's just amazing at everything, so I'll take him. He is pretty good. Pretty good. Hot take. I thought you were talking. Hot take. Yeah, he's not. He's not bad. I've seen him play. At, again, we're assuming full health, which is obvious, because you can't predict injuries. I mean, it's a year out, so let's just assume they're all healthy. Um, all right, so that brings it back to me. I am gonna go. Ooh, it's tough. Um. You know what? I'm going to continue to add to my team's height here. Um, because I'm going to make us absolutely unstoppable down low. That's what's going to happen here. You're going to try to get a rebound against this team? I'll tell you what's not going to happen. That's not going to happen. Uh, I'm going to take AD. Fully healthy AD, mind you. Um, I think he would have made a big difference for the team this year, obviously. But, I mean... It, this doesn't pain me as much. As a Laker, it pains me more, but I've always been a big AD guy, at least before he was a Laker, as you guys know. Um, and I think at full health, I mean, he's one of the most dominant big men in the league. We saw that this year. And, again, it pains me to say that because he's a Laker. But, uh, yeah, the ball didn't lie this year. When he was on, he was on. So I think having him and Embiid, <laughs> that's going to be uh, that's gonna be pretty devastating for teams trying to get a rebound, trying to get down at the rim. That's... Uh, they're going to be turned away pretty quickly, so, uh, yeah. It, I, I like the AD pick. Again, assuming the full health, as we've said 4,000 times. Uh, Embiid, KD, and AD, ooh, good luck with that. And, and AD can play the four in your team. That's right. That's where right. he always is uh, complaining about wanting to play. That's right. Um, all right, so I'm happy you guys didn't take my next pick. Oh, never mind. Actually, I need to switch up. Oh, Brandon, um, sorry, you missed the you missed the, the time period, so you got to make your next pick, and that's. 
Well, here's the thing. I have two guys that I'm very much stuck between, and I don't want to pick both of them. I was going to say, the good news is you can take both of them. I don't, I don't want to take both of them, though, because I think that's going to be too much redundancy. But it would... I mean, I could put one of them on my bench, honestly, if we're going to be For the there. record, Scal is not available. Also, for the record, Kevon Looney still on the board, if you want to grab him. Hey, I mean, Scal is who I was going to take, so my roster is officially falling apart. Greg All Steams right. must still on the board. So here's what I'm going to do. My next pick is tough. And I'm going to I'm gonna tell you guys, because I know you, what if you were going to pick them in the next round who I end up leaving here. I'm deciding between Donovan Mitchell and Jimmy Butler for my next pick. Mm. Um, I think I'm going to end up going with Donovan Mitchell despite the Butler um, defensive upside and Butler having, you know, the, the like big leadership role. Just having a guy who can score like that. And I think that, you know, Tatum and the next guy that I'm going to pick can make up for a lot of the de- defense. And I think Curry is a bit underrated on defense at this point. Um, so I think that having Donovan Mitchell in there won't cause me too much of a liability on defense. Um, and he can... Here I am second-guessing myself already. No. Sticking with it because he, he has the, the scoring capability. And then my next pick um, is going to be a center who honestly should have been on this FIBA team. I think he had interest. Um, but he already won a gold uh, this past Olympics. Um, Jason Tatum's boy, Bam Adebayo. Bringing him over to my side. I think Bam at his peak will be exactly what Team USA thought Jaron Jackson was going to be this time around. Um, He's just going to be a big disruptor. He's going to be a guy who can get boards, actually. Um, And if Bam Bam is playing like he does in the regular season and not like he does in a series against the Celtics, he'll actually have some scoring capability and he can hit a bit of the mid-range shots. Obviously, he doesn't have too much um, of a jump shot, but... He can at least get a bit outside of the paint, space out some of those slow bigs from some of these other countries. So, uh, yeah, I'm going Donovan Mitchell and Bam Adebayo to add to Jason Tatum and Steph Curry. Okay, yeah, well, you do know me pretty well, Brandon. Uh, I was going to take either Mitchell or Butler, so thank God you didn't take both of them. Um, yeah, I mean, again, as, as much as it, like, it pains me to take three or four of these guys on my team, but... I can't deny that Jimmy Butler does step up in the most important moments at the most pivotal with the, when the stakes are high and the chips are down, he's, he steps up and he's still, you know, a pretty damn good player. He has a lot of, you know, I, I would say upside. He's not young, but he's just a, a really tenacious player. And I think you're going to need that type of leadership on this team. And they've got some, some good leaders, some strong personalities, but I think Butler can help tie it all together, so I'll make that short and sweet so Dave can make his next two picks. All right. Bam was a good pick because that was going to be my next pick. Thank you. I, I, was, I was thinking about – because I did consider taking Mitchell and Butler and then saying one of them's going to on my bench and hoping that Bam got to be the next round, but I was like, I can't risk that because I actually really need a center. So you guys, You're going to need some height too, Dave. I know I need I need some height. Um, you get a lot of great like great facilitators and great scorers, but and some good def- and you some got good no men. You, you have a you have one great defender. <laughs> um, oh man. All right, I'll go with. 
I'm gonna take. Uh, man, I'm gonna take Drew Holiday. Really? That's because a surprise. I just think when you're looking at it, you need a point guard that's gonna play kind of off the ball, and you need a really good defender. And you know, Holiday is okay accepting the five shots a game and just kind of like take the other guy out of the game on defense. Like if, if you fa- if you face a Luca or you face. Um, I forget what the guy's name. It's like L L U L L. I don't know how to pronounce it in Spanish, but he plays for Spain. He's really good. It's just you need to have a guy that can lock down people. And if you have a lineup for defense for me, where you have Booker's kind of a weak spot, but then you have Drew Holiday, LeBron, and Kawhi. I mean, that's that's a pretty good lineup there on the wing to prevent the easy kind of drives to the basket full steam that there were happening this FIBA World Cup. So I'll take Drew Holiday first. Okay. I would uh, I, I would recommend some height at some point. I'm try, I, the thing is, if I take someone now, it's going to be a way over pick because there's just no one really great left. Whoa. You took AD, you took Bam. I think, you what. I think there's still a decent-sized big man left. I'll tell you what. I, I'm going to take... Uh, this is a little bit off the board here. Uh, well, I, is it more off the board than Drew Holiday? It might be. Wow. I'm going to take Draymond. Wow. Okay. Okay. You're building that I, small I'm trying to lineup. build a sense of identity here. Uh, wow. And realistically, I know you guys know who the centers are. I mean, there's Brooke, there's Jared Allen, there's Kevon Looney, Jaron Jackson. I, think I mean, you could go small. You go Miles Turner, like the, Nick Claxton, Walker Kessler. There's just like not a lot of appealing names here. I think there's a name you missed there, but I'm not going to say it till later unless it's uh, somebody I can scoop with the last pick. But we'll see. Oh, Marcus All retired, by the way. Yes, yeah, yeah so. it's not Marcus All. Thank you very much. And he uh, plays for Spain. I was going to say he doesn't play for the U.S. either. So, <laughs> oh, your angle is there. I mean, I I like this is interesting. I mean, you definitely you definitely have great defenders between Kawhi, Holiday, and, and Draymond. I mean, that's legit. So I can't blame you there. Um, all right. So my next pick. Um, I don't know. This might be considered a reach, but I really I just I've taken three guys who I'm not a big fan of playing against them. I don't like rooting for them. So I want to take a guy that I can absolutely root for, and he's one of my favorite players in the league. And I think the first player taken, who actually played in the FIBA World Cup? I'm taking Ant. Taking Ant, baby. Give me Ant. I love Anthony Edwards, man. I think he's such a great player. He's going to be one of the best players in the league in a couple of years. And him as my fifth player on the team, as opposed to leading the team, I think that's there's a big difference there. I mean, he's a great leader as it is, and he's still very young. But I just, I absolutely love the guy's tenacity him and jimmy butler on the same team repping the u.s i mean what's better than that so give me give me some give me some ant baby got two anthony's on my team i'm definitely leading in the anthony category so there's that now i just need now i just need joel and i'm all set that's a good pick um yeah so for my next pick uh it's not even out of need i just can't let him stay there any longer uh damian lillard i was about to say i was about to say brand hasn't taken dame yet He's going to be coming off my bench. Um, or he could play with Steph, and I could have Donovan Mitchell come off the bench, either or. I mean, they're both a defensive liability with excellent scoring, so they can't play together, but they can be 
um, in and out or one or the other. So, um, yeah, Dame, excellent player, played in the uh, the U.S. Olympic team in the past. Obviously, he's got a lot going on this season, with this offseason, with uh, all this annoying, you know, stuff going on with this trade and the heat and all that stuff. Um, but everything aside, you know, Damian Lillard is still one of the best scorers in the game, still one of my favorite players, has been one of my favorite players since, like, pretty much the moment he came into the league. Um, I've been a big Dame fan for a long time, and uh, just seeing the, the individual success he's had has been excellent. Dame, you know, come back to Team USA in the Olympics. Let's get you another gold. May not be getting that championship ring, uh, with Portland at least, um, but we'll get you another gold. Uh, and then for my next pick, I'm going to complete my starting five. Um, and it's tough. I might pick this <laughs> this other guy if he ends up falling in this uh, next go around for my last pick. But for my power forward position, and he's really interchangeable with Jason Tatum. Either one can play power forward or small forward. I'm going to go with the guy that Jason Tatum hit a game winner over, uh, Paul George. And we're talking about full health here, of course. Paul George, for a good portion of the season, was like top five in MVP voting. Um, and he was pretty much like the only thing keeping the Clippers together for a solid like two months. Um, obviously, he had the injury. Obviously, he's got all of the um, blunders in the playoffs where playoff P became, you know, layoff P and all these other things here where his name is just getting run through the mud because of how bad he's been in the playoffs, missing two free throws in uh, the game against the Suns, that one of them that they lost in the last playoff um, uh, round before this this past season. Um, but with all of that said, Paul George is still one of the best defensive players in the NBA, one of the best scorers in the NBA, one of the top two-way players. Um, and again, if we're talking about full health here, He's going to be, you know, an excellent player on this team. And where I have a guy like Donovan Mitchell or Damian Lillard being a defensive liability, I have, at the very least, like I said, I think Steph's better on defense than people give him credit for. But at the very least, I've got three elite defenders in Tatum, um, Bam Adebayo, and Paul George in my starting lineup. I like it. I mean, Tatum and George have a lot of similarities. Um but I think they're, I mean, obviously, you know, you got some great defensive ability there. Bam's got good defensive ability, Tatum, Curry. So you got you got some some solid, solid players. I like the balance you're building on this uh, on this team. Uh, all right, for me next, uh, did I take Paul George off the list? I did not. Let me take him off my list. Okay. Um, boy, this is interesting. Um... Jeez. Um, man. We're getting down to the nitty-gritty here, boys. Um... Jeez. You know, I got some height. I could get more. But you know what? You know what? It might be a bit of a reach, because I don't... Dave listed, like, 40 guys, and this guy wasn't one of them. Um... But I think I'm gonna, I think I'm gonna go for it because he's another one of my favorite young players in the NBA, and I think he's pretty dynamic too. Um, I'm gonna take Evan Mobley here. I love Evan Mobley, and I love. I, I didn't think he was ready. Well, I think he's ready now. I'll tell you that right now. He'll be ready by next I year. I saw him in the, I saw him in the playoffs, and he couldn't hold his own in the playoffs against American Talent. Well, so. I'll tell you what. He's the third big man on my team, so I'm not asking him to lead the Cavalry. I'm asking him to come off the bench. And relieve AD for a few minutes. Relieve Embiid for a few minutes. If I'm, he's not, he's not my starting big. He's a backup guy. 
coming off the bench. My sixth man, my seventh man, whatever. I just think, and also he's got another year to prepare for it. So I just, I, I love his mix of talents and everything that he brings to the table and how he can still move so fluidly for a guy his size. And he's still so young. He's only 87, it's 87 days past his 22nd birthday. He's so young. So I like his ability to develop, and I think by you know, this time next year, I think he'd be a pretty valuable bench piece to that, that Team USA roster. So give me Evan Mobley and Dave. Uh, good luck building out your, uh, your five here. <laughs> you got back-to-back uh, picks. This is, this is going to be ugly. Um, all right, so I have two more spots. We have two more spots, right? Your last two picks, yes. All right. Um, so let's see. So I have, I have Booker, LeBron, Hawaii, Draymond, and Drew. So I need a backup wing and a backup swing. Um, all right. I am going to take mm, man. Yeah, it gets real this is rough. Yeah. Uh man. I'm gonna take uh I'm gonna take Miles Turner. Oh wow! Okay, I was I was between him and Jared Allen. But I think Brooks a little bit too old at this point. Um, we've seen Zion at the five; that's a disaster. We've seen Aaron Gordon play the five a little bit. Don't think he's a good enough rebounder. Uh, actually, you know what? I take that back. I'm gonna take Jared Allen. I talked myself into it. He's yeah, a yeah. better rebounder. Miles Turner can't rebound. Um, right. So I'm gonna take Jared Allen. I think that's and a better. At least have some size off the bench. Um, but realistically, he's not going to play much because you're obviously going to roll Draymond at the five. But uh, just about, in case you you face kind of like a Valanciunas where you might need a little bit bigger of a body. How about three Cavaliers about, getting taken? Each one of us have a Cavalier. Look at that. Team That's true. I didn't think of that. Um, and then for my last pick... I think I'm gonna go with. Wow, this is really tough. Who do you roll with here? Uh, tell you what, I'm gonna take Jalen. Damn, he was one of my. He was on my short list. Yeah, he was one of the guys I, I was considering. Just like looking at it. Realistically, you're between. You kind of want a wing, so you have some versatility. I mean, who are the best wings left? Paul George, Jalen. I mean, Brad Beal, Dane, DeRozan. Like, no thanks to any of those. Maybe well, Middleton, but you don't even you don't even know what he's going to be like at this age anymore because we haven't really seen him the last two years. Yeah, I'm going to take Jalen. I just think he's. I know he has his problems, but. At least you know he's a two-way wing, and he's going to at least play with some effort, and uh, you know he's going to attack. I think they just need more attack from their guys. I just think there was too much 
too much lenience, too much like stand back and watch the other person do everything. That's why Ant was so successful. So I like that pick. He was on my short list um, for sure. But I'm going to take a leap here. A guy that uh, I'm surprised has not been drafted, but I'm also kind of not surprised he hasn't been drafted. Uh, I'm going to take John Morant. I thought about him, but taking it him. just... I mean, I have yeah. David's depth, so I couldn't. That's true. That's true. Brand's got good guard depth. Um, I do not. I mean, I have Anthony Edwards, really. and I mean, I know Butler could play guard, but he's really a forward. I mean... All I have is wings, though. Yeah. I mean, I have, I have pretty much Anthony Edwards at guard, and I need somebody to back up. And I think... T- getting John Morant with the second to last pick, you you could do worse. Um, I mean, at his at his absolute zenith, the guy is one of the most electrifying players in the NBA. And you know, as, I'm not asking him to shoot a ton of threes because that's not what he does. Um, but he can drive to the rim with the best of them. So definitely, I, I think the value of John Morant. You get you at least cannot deny the value of John Morant with the 20th overall pick. You know, just saying. Uh, so Brandon, oh sorry, go ahead. Yeah. I was just saying, on the, I can't believe you guys let him get to me, but I'm I'm taking Zion. Right. Um, Zion, he, he wasn't oh, even Zion, on my board. He might guess. Zion at full he health. Might guess. Zion at full health, like that's the thing. We we always think about the baggage that comes with Zion, and if nothing else, I got the old drama off season team here. I got Zion and Dame Lillard. That's true. So rocking with the two biggest off season stories, um, outside of uh, uh, players getting arrested for shitty things. I um. I think like I I think Zion, like at his peak, and Zion when he's healthy, is an incredible player. Like top fifteen at the the, the worst when he was playing at that uh, that peak with uh, the Pelicans. Each of the last two seasons when he was you know having healthy streaks, and obviously he's hurt all the time. But we're talking about full health here, and without that being uh, a major concern, I think it just makes it so much easier to pick him and. Also, as far as my roster construction, it adds to like he's someone I want firmly playing, you know, power forward for the most part. But he's someone I can get away with maybe switching at small forward a little bit too, even though I really won't have to, considering that Paul George or Tatum will be on the court at the same time most of the time that he's there. Um, but I think I'm like I'm pumped with my roster. I think I have a, an excellent roster here, and Zion Williamson is the perfect cherry on top to this roster and he's going to be the guy who when we're beating france by 47 points in the championship game he's going to be the guy who we're like yo go out give him a show throw some do 700 uh 360 dunks just to wrap up the last two minutes of this game send everyone home on a high note um we'll congrats uh give congratulations to the second place team and we'll be uh taking our goals back to to, to america I- I I think you're right about Zion being a top 15 guy when he's healthy. I, I don't think you can argue that with the efficiency at an offense. I just, we've seen so much, and you have to assume full health, like you said, and that's obviously a big question mark with him. But there's just a lot of, I think, issues with him defensively. And, like, the thing about when you play these teams in other countries is I think there's a greater sense of unselfishness there when they play and i just like i just don't see zion fitting into this defensive culture and like his offense is really predicated on having the ball like clear space and he just kind of makes stuff happen which is great in the nba like it it gets him 30 points a game with free throws and get into the rim but like when you start to get more physical at the rim with him and you play better defense and you start attacking him 
Like we saw what happened with Reeves, obviously completely different players and athletes, but you saw it with, with like what happens when they see a weakness and they just completely just blow it out of the water. Like Reeves, no one posted him up. All of a sudden Lithuania posts him up and they win by like, they're up by 30 points at one point. So I just think I, I have concerns about him as an overall player rather than just an offensive player. I think that's fair. Um, I'm not as concerned with it with him as my seventh player with that. I would have those okay. concerns if he were playing like a significant, like more of a significant part. But I think with him coming off the bench, being like a seventh man, I think that'd be perfect for him. But like if, if I were talking about him playing a larger role, I would absolutely you know, not want him for those same reasons that you're saying. So before we get into honorable mentions of guys who uh, did not get drafted, but were on our short list, <clears throat> Dave, your team is LeBron, Devin Booker, Kawhi Leonard, Drew Holiday, Draymond Green, Jared Allen, and Jalen Brown. My team is Joel Embiid, Kevin Durant, Anthony Davis, Jimmy Butler, Anthony Edwards, Evan Mobley, and John Morant. Brandon, your team is Steph Curry, Jason Tatum, Donovan Mitchell, Bam Adebayo, Damian Lillard, Paul George, and Zion Williamson. I think at full health, any of these three teams could win the gold, personally. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. These are these are the three best teams in the Olympics. <laughs> yeah, exactly. What? Okay. Quickly, though, what do we think? Who do we think is the starting five in the next Olympics? If you had to guess right okay. now. So, yeah, so let's. Long, we, yep. Durant, yeah. Tatum, Curry, and maybe Draymond. But they'd also do a traditional center, I think, as well. So, if, if Embiid plays for them, then Embiid would be the guy, right? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Could, that's fucking. I, I have ridiculous. my doubts if he'd play for them. Hey, hey, Dave, he's playing for them. <laughs> <laughs> my I team think, is I predicated think, on it. <laughs> I definitely don't think it's um, a guarantee. But he's like boys with a lot of the guys on the on the U.S. team, and I mean, I, from what I've heard, he's at least showed like somewhat of an interest in the past. So it's not like it's a complete shot in the dark. And I think if they were like, "Yo, let's go with like the absolute monsters lineup," and just put out the like we've already done it countless times with all these you know dream teams, redeem teams, so on and so forth. Like, let's go out and put the best basketball that's ever been played in the history of the universe on display in Paris. Uh, it'd be and 22 we, because it'd yeah. be in Paris where he switched from the French yeah. team. <laughs> and, we know that, and we know that Embiid wants to be a part of a winner. Even if it's not an NBA champion, it's a he wants to be a part of something where they win. And if he's a part of this team, they're going, I mean, they're probably going to win even without him, but with him, they could absolutely win. With It's him, LeBron, who do we say? LeBron, him, Curry, Tatum, and Durant, right? Yeah. I mean, that's just, that's silly season. I mean, come on. That's just, that's ridiculous. Dude. You have four I'm, MVPs. I will, say, <laughs> I will say, I'm really excited, like, to get this team together. Yeah. I just think it's a really fun, like, I like when they play good basketball and move the ball around and kind of attack. That's a hot take right I think with, with, but I think, like, the last Olympics, they just kind of got kind of, like, stagnant. And I think when you get LeBron and you get Durant and you get like those kind of guys in there, it's obviously their last Olympics. They're not going to play when they're forty-five. But Whoa. LeBron, I just might. think I'm like that's a different type. Of... LeBron might. Let's be real. I'd I'd be shocked if literally if he didn't consider it. <laughs> Honestly, he, he will. I'd, consider I'd be shocked. Twenty-two because LeBron just officially got exempt from the NBA's um, rest policy rules too. So. <laughs> They said Which if you think it's a smart rule. Yeah, I mean it makes sense. I just think again, it sucks that they the fact that they had to put it in place. I don't necessarily like the the rule fully, but 
I hated that teams were sitting players for no fucking reason. So it's called the Popovich. Um, I'm all for. I'm someone who's all for like player empowerment. I get that guys need to rest some games and whatnot, but it seems like teams were like deliberately like, oh, this is like the hottest game that we're gonna be playing in a month. Let's just put fucking G League players and nothing but them in this game tonight, and it'll be a forty point game in the second quarter. It's like, come on. Um, yeah, sorry. First for that. of that, they got one game. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, fair, fair. Um, but yeah, all that to say, uh, I don't even remember what I was saying at this point. Oh, that LeBron, hey, who knows, maybe he will play in the 2028 Olympics. Um, all right, so some guys some guys on my short list that did not get drafted. Uh, I did, just in case we went 10 deep on these rosters, uh, I did have Levine on there just in case um, I, I needed somebody as a scorer. Um I put Mikael Bridges. I was probably never going to draft him, but I just want to shout him out as a really good player. Um, Brandon Ingram, I do like quite a bit. I just wasn't drafting him top seven. Um, he I was like, a disaster in that world. He, he was not great. Um, I do like MPJ again. I wasn't going to draft him. I just kind of want to shout him out as a really freak athlete. Um, Darius Garland was interesting to me. You know, he's an all-star, good player. We already drafted three Cavaliers, so I don't think we needed a fourth. Um, Jalen Brunson, he was... He, he was definitely on the FIBA team. Um, and he's also he's just one of those killer instinct guys, I think. That's that's kind of what makes him a good player. So I, I wouldn't mind having him as a guy off the bench, but not with a top seven pick. Uh, De'Aaron Fox, Tyrese Halliburton had both of them on there. Um, Sabonis, I guess we can discuss. on He could have gotten drafted. I'm kind of surprised he wasn't. Um, a name we didn't even mention was Julius Randle. <laughs> didn't even mention him. Uh, Nick Claxton, J- oh, Jared Allen got drafted. I had to take him on the list. And then uh, Kevon Looney was the other one that I had on here. But we didn't even, we didn't even mention Randall's name. I mean, there's, there are some other guys, too, that, like, we didn't mention Halliburton. Did you mention him? I did. I mentioned him, yeah. He would have been my next pick. Yeah. Yeah, he was, I was going to say, he was... Yeah. If there was an eighth round, he was coming off the board. He was in consideration for me earlier than that. Um, I had but then, I mean... Steps. What was it, Brian? What were you saying? I said I had Damon Steph, so I couldn't at that yeah. point. Yeah, awesome. but then you have, for like honorable mentions for me at least. I mean, you still have Kyrie, which in a situation where he's playing with LeBron and in this team, I think Whoa. it'd be okay. I thought he played for yeah. Team Australia. No, he played for the. No, oh, kidding. I thought you were serious. He played <laughs> for the U.S. already. Joking, joking. He was born. I think he legit has dual citizenship, though. Yeah, I, no, he does. I'm pretty sure he does. But uh, no, I know he yeah. plays in the U.S. Um, but then you have like De'Aaron Fox. Would have I, been a good fit. Yeah. Um, Aaron Gordon, I mentioned. You know, obviously have Harden because he's friends with all these guys. You have Trey Young, Brad Beal. Um, I mean, Smart or Bane, like as a kind of rugged wing you have off the bench to bring in for five minutes here and there. You have Lamelo, probably probably a reach there. Chris Paul is a guy that kind of fits in with this group to get one last ring. Uh, Looney mentioned. Porter Jr. kind of fits the big, tall, length guy that they have, but he's not a rebounder. Claxton. So, Middleton, Randall. I mean, all the guys you kind of mentioned. Middleton was one I didn't even think of. Yeah. Um, Brandon, any honorable mentions on uh, on your end? Now nah, you guys said them all. Um, like I said, if I had another pick, I was probably going to try and find a way to force Halliburton on that team, even though it made no sense because he would get no playing time. Um, behind Stephen Dame, but I think mean, he would be excellent. And then 
like Dave was mentioning too, some of those like um, not necessarily star guys, but guys who could fit a role very well. Uh, Consider some of them too. We went um, to like ten spots. I definitely would have picked a guy like that. Yeah. Um, and also just another uh, amendment to make to my team. Steve Kerr is not coaching my team. <laughs> uh, yeah, that that is that's a, that's a, that's a way we can cap it. Is who who is who is coaching the Olympic team? Do we know? It's Steve Kerr. Oh, it is Steve Kerr. Yeah. Well, it, well, Brandon. I mean, you actually do have the one guy he can use. Actually, Dave does too. I can tell you, he ain't coaching my team. And I don't think I don't think Kevin Durant's a big fan, so I don't think that'll don't be even, happening. I don't even hate Kerr, and I'm not someone who like hates on his track record, being like, oh, you didn't have to coach the Warriors or anything like that. Um, even though, like, obviously, he had the greatest team ever. I don't think you can be a bad coach and win four rings, but he was awful. Like, Jaron Jackson was the second worst thing about this uh FIBA tournament steve kerr by far number one didn't make a single adjustment that i saw that was effective like things that i'm like i'm watching here at home like things that are like i'm feeling simple changes like jaron jackson clearly not rebounding clearly not uh fitting in well here why aren't you going to walk kessler he's by the but he didn't even play in the last two games i'm pretty sure um and he he's just literally just sitting on the bench the whole time brandon ingram he's got him like playing off the ball more and changing his role. And I know that guys have to be willing to do that, but he's also not putting them in a position to succeed. And it was like clear from like the first few games, obviously the U.S. was rolling. Uh, I mean, that first Germany game we were losing and then came back and had a nice comeback and ended up stomping them. Um, so like obviously they, at the at the beginning and the exhibitions in the first few games of the tournament, they were sitting pretty. But when they started getting real and teams started actually like playing to their weaknesses. Steve Kerr didn't do a single thing about that, and that just made me so mad. Yep. Well, uh, yeah, I don't know. It'll be interesting to see how it goes. I mean, I, I definitely remember you saying that about Kerr, and I think, you know, generally I agree. I mean, it didn't – it wasn't, yeah, great, that's for sure. Uh, Dave, any closing thoughts on uh, on the Olympics? I, I mean, I think it'll be interesting because I think it's kind of – granted a taken or it's kind of like uh set in stone at this point that the team is going to be older and it's going to be full of veterans like lebron and durant and curry and draymond and whoever else they did jimmy baller whoever else they decide to grab but uh looking ahead like to the next generation you know i still think it's pretty positive like you have tatum morant booker bam zion Jalen, De'Aaron fox uh mitchell Halliburton, maybe Maxi, Garland. It, there's, I mean, I think there's there's a good amount there. It's just I don't know if it's quite what it was in the last twenty years. Well, I think USA has got a great chance in this Olympics. I'm telling you right now, we got this. We're good. We're gonna go in France. Any one of our teams, more likely a combination of the best players, because that's how they do it. Um, and we got this. We're gonna pull it down. I know it. Uh, well. You can follow us at CSL Podcast on Twitter. We'll be back at you next week. Not sure what we're going to talk about, but we'll see. You know, we never know. We never know. We never know this is going to come up. This was Dave's good. It was a great idea by Dave. We came up with this. So we'll talk about what we got down the pipeline. We'll talk to you guys soon.